mega level. Oh, mega level. level. No other being has ever had the might, nay, the nobility. Hey, how's it going? It's your boy, Jersh Manhunter. Make sure you check out our social medias, Instagram, Omega underscore level underscore podcast, and at Facebook, Omega Level Podcast. Anywhere you can listen to podcasts, you can find us at Omega Level Podcast. Man, that's a lot of podcasts, but here we go. Anchor, iTunes, Google Podcasts, Stitcher, sure, that's a thing, and all of the other ones. Thanks for listening. Welcome back to Omega Level. I'm Fat Skinny Nick. Over here is your boy, Jersh Manhunter. Whoa, whoa. Mm. Hold, whoa, whoa. Holding the microphone in his lap today, just making it super uncomfortable and awkward for himself. Uh, actually, I thought it was more comfortable than what we're doing because our <laughs> chairs suck. These, okay, first off, do not disparage these wooden hard <laughs> chairs. They're so good. How long have we been doing this and we still just complain about the chairs? We yeah, forget. And we, A week goes by and we forget and then we get in we here get and we're cushions like, or different chairs. We don't do it, then complain again. And then complain the next yeah. week. God, it's like we're society. Oh, man, I know, right? Just complain about stuff that can be changed and don't change it. Complaining's easier. Global warming, am I right? <laughs> I don't know. I got nothing. If we just took a bunch of ice and dumped <laughs> it out there in the Antarctic, <laughs> we'd solve all the problems. Man, we'd be square. We'd be square. We'd be all right. There's a reason ice trays exist. It was Thank a you. It was a yeah. long game here. Yes. We, why do you think there's so many freezers? <laughs> that's, that's why they, this... They foresaw this. Yeah. Come on. <laughs> why do you think there's so many freezers? Jeez. <laughs> so on this episode of a mega level uh, movie cast... Well, well, we're going to talk. Don't, <laughs> yeah, no, I don't like I don't know. <laughs> On this movie edition of Omega Level Podcast. Nah, it's still bad. That's <laughs> <laughs> still bad. On Omega Level Cinecast. That one's not bad. We'll do it. Makes it sound ultra pretentious. Omega Level Pretentious. Yeah. And then you hear us talk and you're like, oh, these guys. Like, oh, really? They're fucking morons. <laughs> I thought they were pretentious and they like Avengers. Ew. <laughs> That's what I'm saying. They're <laughs> reviewing point blank. Comic Spoilers. Books? Please, those child <laughs> things. <laughs> Welcome to Omega Level. Those picture books with colors in them? Ugh, no. Picture books? <laughs> Ooh-wee. I love me some good pictures. <laughs> but yeah, this week we're going to talk about the Netflix original movie, Point Blank. Blank Point? Blank Point, which is the sequel to the early 90s movie Blank Check with the Wayans Brothers. Wow. Do you remember that movie? Yeah, wow, I yeah. I fucking nice, love nice, that movie. Nice, <laughs> nice, nice connection there. Okay. Or not Blank Check. I'm sorry, Blank Man. I, uh, blank I thought man. they... Uh, they did a good job making it connect with, <laughs> with uh, having the ability to intertwine two great stories. No, it's actually the origins of them, and you won't really get that until you watch the movie. Yep, and at the very end, after credit scene, blew my mind. Mm, yeah, Blank Man shows up, dude, and he's with Thanos. It's nuts. It was nuts. I didn't Nerd. even realize the Infinity Gauntlet existed in Point Blank's universe, but now yeah, we know. It definitely does. Uh, also, Unbreakable and Glass are a part of that. <laughs> M. Night Shyamalan came in and made some crazy twists. What a twist! <laughs> yep. They were all in the moon the whole time. You know, it's not nice. a twist. He uh, butchered Avatar. Okay, let's go. Let's continue. Um, no, actually, I think that was a twist. That was. going to make Avatar, but guess what? It's going to suck. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not going to do anything of this. I'm going to kill this fandom. They're going to hate me. <laughs> it was like he looked at all the fandoms and he was like, I don't like Avatar. <laughs> that's basically I'm what gonna he was saying. I'm going to make it that one. That's what he did. He said this and was like, mm, it has a pretty strong fan base. Let's butcher this. He watched like three episodes. He's like, I don't like this show. We're I want to make it. it so this movie is never aired again. Like, they don't want to make another Avatar movie. But luckily, Netflix was like, we trust you, but we're going to do a TV show. Mm-hmm. That's pretty dope. It's going to be interesting. I want to see what they're going to change. It's, I don't know, man. It's crazy to me that they're doing an Avatar live action TV show instead of like trying to make another story or continue part of the story since they're getting the original creators. It's kind of weird. Like, it's cool, but it's yeah. weird. It is weird. It's going to be especially weird for me having most likely just watched both of the series not long before the live action comes out. And it's like, I've seen most of this already. 
That's why yeah. I mean they're gonna change some stuff. You can't do certain they things have in live action that they have done to. in that. I mean, unless they're Gus Van Sant when he remade Psycho, he remade it shot for shot, scene for scene. I mean, there's just some stuff that unless they Netflix gives that budget for some CGI, man, that's just not happening. Oh, I'm sure. I'm it's sure. It's not happening. We can't uh, you know have it's gotta have a good budget. Bending. There's no way it has to have a really <laughs> good budget. I would think has the to. first picture looked nice, but it's a distant shot, so it's hard to tell. I haven't even seen it. It was just the uh Is it Aang? I'm assuming it's there probably in the beginning in the uh South Pole, and it's where Aang's with Appa walking across ice. I totally know you these can barely tell. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's the bison and the main character. The bison? Yeah. His, like it's the actual he's animal? Got a flying bison, mm-hmm. yeah. <laughs> flying bison? That's dope. Yeah, it's a mix between a manatee and a bison. Yeah, what a usually, weird mix. Well, usually most of the animals in the universe are mixes. Hmm. Like they're mixed creatures. There's platypus bears, stuff like that. Mm-hmm. And then there's just a bear, and they make a big deal about it. They're like, oh, what, <laughs> kind, of, what kind of bear? Is it a platypus bear? Is it this bear? And he's like, no, it's just a bear. This place is weird. <laughs> just a bear? Oh, I'm out of here. That's Bosco, man. That's Bosco. <laughs> I'm out of here. Earth King Bear. Woo-woo. But yeah, so we're going to talk about the movie Point Blank. It stars Anthony Mackie and Frank Grillo reuniting from the MCU. Mm. If those names sound familiar to you, it is because Anthony Mackie plays... Um, Almost called him Captain wow, Falcon. Wow, dude! Almost it, said that Captain is Falcon. That is correct. He plays not wrong. Falcon, aka the new Captain America, whoa, whoa. in the MCU. And Frank Grillo was Crossbones, who Rumlow. He was Agent Rumlow of Shield, aka Hydra. Spoilers. And then he becomes Crossbones in Civil War. He's in. Is it Civil War? Yeah, he's in the opening of that movie when Captain America and all them fight them when they're trying to steal the uh, like the vial of virus or whatever it was. Uh, and not to be confused with Jason Derulo. That it, uh, the trumpets, the song. No, I was hoping. Get, I'm doing yeah. this. The rest okay, of we're done. I'll, we're I'll done. see you guys later. We are uh, done. Point blank. Uh, pretty good movie. <laughs> Animo. Animo. That's the whole podcast every time. This movie pretty good. All right, thanks for listening. Uh, but for what it was, I was shot. Uh, only an hour and twenty seven minutes. Yeah, very short. I was like, whoa. Okay, I, did, I don't even remember the last time I've seen a movie this short. Yeah, That's no not kidding. animated. You know what I mean? Yeah. I'm like, what? Uh, but it hit its point. You know, I had some issues plot wise, and you know, and a. Some things felt rushed, but I felt like the pacing overall was amazing. Yeah, it was, it was like, good pacing it, overall. There was no dull moment. Mm-hmm. Like It might not be something that you were that fascinated with, but there was no dull moment. Everything was, like, I guess, integral to the story itself. Yeah, they kept the pacing very tight. Like, yes. I liked that. Like yes. it was, I think it was a really good job of editing down the story into what needed to be there for us to understand the story. Yep. It didn't meander. It wasn't uh, Once Upon a Time in Hollywood. It yeah. packed everything in like it needed to. Finally, <laughs> thank you. In retrospect of thinking about that movie ever since I've watched my... Hey, gra- this isn't that podcast, okay? <laughs> no, it's not, but my grade has gone down a, a decent bit. I probably get like an eight now. Wow. Because it's just like, I don't know, man. When I think about it, the biggest takeaway I get was cool ending, and I loved Sharon. Mm-hmm. Cool. I was like, that's really all I took from it. No, I mean, performances, performances right, yeah. overall. Yeah. Excellent. Like, excellent yes. ensemble. Yes, yes, yes. I love Sharon's scenes because it was just joyous and happy. Mm-hmm. And the ending was really cool, the way Tarantino like changed history. It's like, that's my takeaway. It's like, And while Leo was killing his story, his story was kind of like, yeah, I don't care about a failed actor. It was kind of boring. <laughs> his best parts were when he was doing that TV show with the little girl. Absolutely. That was hysterical. Absolutely. And then when he <laughs> yeah, threatens to kill himself <laughs> because he can't remember his lines. <laughs> no more drinking. If you don't get your lines, I'm going to shoot. You got to stop doing this. <laughs> but anyways, um, Point Blank does not meander like that whatsoever. It is very, very cohesive yes. in its story. Like, even if it's, like Josh said, if it's not something that you're really into when you watch it, it does not, like, it's not going to take you long to get through it because they don't spend time on stuff that's not important to the story. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Everything you need. And I'm not a big fan of car chases in no, general. Really I think either. they were good in this movie. They yeah. were they did what they need to do. I'm kind of over car chases. They were kind of minimal in this movie, yes. too. Like, they didn't go on very long when not it happened. Not very long. They God. had, like, two or three. Yeah. 
But they were pretty short scenes. Yes. Thankfully. Uh, Big D was amazing. The Big D Dude. crushed oh it, bro. Oh, my God. Crushed it. I love them. And, of them. course, they did the whole typical thing where the first big guy comes out, and you're like, yeah. oh, oh man, it's Big, big D. D. And, and then they have little a little dude. dude come out behind him, yeah. and he's like, no, I'm Big D. <laughs> that guy killed it. He needed more screen time. I love that whole interaction with Big D. He gives him the money or whatever, and then he gives him the drive. He's like, why didn't you open with that? You could have saved us all a bunch time. of time and trouble right here. But you had your guns out. He's like, man, you had your fake grenade. <laughs> you had a fake grenade. I love that when he pulled that yeah. off and they all freaked out. And then Big D was like, man, y'all need to calm down. <laughs> Over here freaking out and shit. <laughs> he was the one that had the biggest reaction. Yeah. Oh, man. So this story follows Anthony Mackey's character, who is a nurse. And he works at a hospital. And he ends up... That's wrong. actually a really terrible Honestly, way to wrong. explain it while yeah. I'm thinking about, I'm thinking about something. It's a really fucking awful way to explain how, what the plot uh, movie it's, is. It, it's a guy that's in a bad situation. Wrong yeah. place, wrong time. Yeah. Had nothing to do with anything that's been going on because we start out from the jump opening. Mm -hmm. Somebody does a shooting. House. Yep. Awesome shot, too. I thought yeah, that, I thought that cool. was pretty I liked cool. It. The sound worked very well. Uh, from the jump, you see a guy running, and that's... Uh, Frank Grillo's character. Frank? Uh, Frank? Frank Grillo, yep. Frank Grillo's character coming out, and he's apparently has been wounded, yeah. walking out, and there's two other masked men trying to shoot at him. Mm -hmm. And, of course, he's trying to contact somebody, his driver, Christian yep. Cook, uh, amazing performance yeah. in this movie. Mateo. Yeah, he was so good. Yeah, he was really good. Very minor, unfortunately. Yeah. Well, uh, let's very minor, but yeah. I mean, I mean compared to the, the leads, story, very minor. Yeah, I was about to say, not for but, the story, but super for screen time. No, he was, yeah. he was definitely best performance in this movie. Oh, for sure. Uh, but we have from the jump, like, something's going down. He's yeah. calling his driver, get here, get here. And you have cuts between him trying to dodge bullets. Yeah, <laughs> yeah right. Trees, and the driver trying to get and to him. Driver, driver trying to get to him. And, well, they met at the right intersection. It's just... Uh, they met at the wrong time. Wrong time. I love when he calls them and he was like, you know, blah, blah, blah. He's like, I'm on the way. Two minutes. He goes, 30 seconds. And it hangs up. He's like, this is all you got. We got to go. <laughs> we got to go. 30 seconds. But yeah, they get to the intersection. And Ooh. as the driver is getting up to where he is, Frank Grillo's like, he's... Behind Frank Grillo. Yeah. And Frank Grillo's running across the intersection and gets crushed by a car. Gets crushed. It came out of nowhere. I did not expect it. Nope. I was like, oh my God, dude. Yeah. And then title card. <laughs> yeah, then title card. Point blank. Like, all right, well, we're off to the races <laughs> in this movie. Point blank. Holy that dude's shit. dead. So we don't know what at this point what's going on. He it seemed like he was trying to rob somebody or something. But then you, like, just directly after this, you see a bunch of cops in the house and they're or detectives. And they're talking about that the guy that was killed was the DA. He was the district attorney. And a thumb drive was stolen that has, like, all this important information on it for, like... Uh, like, all these corrupt cops. All these corrupt all these cops different. and informants and all this different stuff. And you see two main agents. Um, one is an older man and another one is a woman. And the woman is Marcia Gay Harden. Who she shows up a little late. Yeah. Yeah, she comes into yeah, she comes into it and they try to like tell her to go home whatever. Just like with all due respect, don't ever fucking talk to me like that again. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, Marcia Gay like, Harden not hysterical, but she's obviously had a relationship. Very upset. Yes, yeah. very upset because she had some sort of connection with mm -hmm. this man. And she even says too, like he was one of the good ones. He was like the only good person in the DA's office, and now he's dead. So like they're very torn up. Apparently yep. it was like corruption runs deep and in, in the police force over here. You don't know how high I can fly. <laughs> But Marcia Gay Harden, the actress, if you see this movie and you kind of recognize her, she was in The Mist. The movie The Mist. Who is she in The Mist? She's the one, the mother that's in the store that's an asshole the whole time. Oh, yeah. well, she fits the character. Well. Yeah. Marcia Gay Harden, yeah, she's a very prolific actress. I really like her. It took me a second when she was on screen. I kept looking. I was like, who the fuck is this? I know they had a pause and look. I was like, oh, it's Marcia Gay Harden. It's funny. The only oh, one shit. I remember, you know, Thomas Jane, obviously the main character, the main actor in Mist. In Mist, in yeah. Mist. Mm -hmm. uh, and uh, Carol. Carol from Walking Dead, was she in that? She's the one that's left, remember? She walked out into the mist. They're like, don't do that. Oh, and then at the very end, when, when they did the whole, you know, bang, bang, bang in yeah. the car, and they drive by, she's on the car with her fucking daughter. 
Yeah, if they would have left with her, oh everyone would have fucking survived God. then. I didn't even realize yeah. that. Yeah, that whole it. time. And I've if they would have waited a couple more seconds, too, they wouldn't have had to well, fucking do what they did. Not going to spoil the mist for you guys, but yeah. like, woo. I've only seen it once, and it was when it first came out in it's DVD. It's really good. It's Steven a great was all movie. about that movie. It's a great movie, But dude. Steven's stupid. It's one of the most bleak, brutal endings I've ever seen. Yeah. And uh, Stephen King actually liked that ending more, more than, than his. More than his, yep, yeah. And, Tom, and it's one of Thomas Jane's best performances. It might be his best performance. He's fantastic in that movie. He's really good in Hung. But, I mean, that's not Hung really. the TV show? Yeah, that's not really. I think I watched, like, five seasons of that before I finally gave uh, up. Like, it's was, good. Was it just like, uh, Or, no, what am I mixing? He's Punisher in, he in the first one. In the first well, one. Well, okay. not first, but the first one after Dolph Lundgren. Yep. Yeah. After Dolph. Okay. The one that John Travolta's the villain in. Yes, yes, yes. Yeah. Wow, John. Man, I'm moved. Yeah. It's been a while since I've seen that movie. That movie has such an awful fight, like, final fight scene between the two of them. It is so terrible. Oh, God, really? Have you not seen I it? I don't know. I've seen it. I just don't remember it. Very uninspired. Very uninspired. Oof. Especially for Punisher. Come on. Oof. But, um, yeah, so at this point, but, um, everyone take a shot. But, um. Another one now. At this point in the movie, now we realize, okay, so Frank Gulo's character broke into the DA's house and murdered him and stole something. And that's why those people were shooting at him. But it's kind of weird that they had masks on. So, like, was he part of a group that were doing this and then he betrayed them or they betrayed him? Like, yeah, we like, don't was know. Was he not supposed to kill him? Yeah, was he not like supposed that? to? Like, yep. did it go wrong? Like, we don't know. After that point is when we meet Anthony Mackie, who's a nurse, and he is a nurse at the hospital that Frank Grillo has to get taken to because he was shot and then hit by a car, yeah. so he's in bad shape. Because, well, you know, you get a little bit of when Anthony Mackie, when you get introduced to him, you get to see his uh, family side. His home life, yeah. Yep. His home mm-hmm. life, and, you know, his uh, beautiful, lovely wife. Mm-hmm. She's apparently not Preg- listening to yeah, him and not resting. And not yeah, she's three yeah. weeks due. Due yeah. in three weeks. Mm-hmm. And she's like, no, I got to get things done. She's like, trying so to paint the room and stuff. Room. Yeah. She's like, what are you trying to in here? Uh, oh, God, what, what was the painting he said? I know oh, he I called her remember. Michelangelo, but I can't remember what uh, uh, Sistine, uh, Sistine Chapel. Is that what he said? Yeah, he's trying to yeah. paint that. And uh, she's like, no, no. He's like, you need to rest. I will paint this. You know, yeah. I'll get this. And we don't want you going into labor like, like your baby, you know? Yeah. Uh, so you see that sweet side. You see his connection. You see you mm-hmm. got a baby on the way. They already know it's a boy. And they have like uh, a really good marriage. They have a really tell. good like marriage. They're, they're she worries about together. him. He worries about her. Mm-hmm. Uh, she keeps like you're. I'm my doctor husband, you know. And he's like, I'm not a doctor, and she's of course having the faith of like, you will be one. Yeah, you will you know, be. be You'll get there. He wants to be a nurse, man. You yeah, know who what? Cares? That's fine. That's what, I'm what if he doesn't want to go to four more years of school? That's <laughs> what I'm saying, man. What if he's learned enough already? And he's like, I'm, I'm, li- I'm getting by. I'm yeah, getting I'm by. Good. But you see, he has a steady job, good family, doesn't mm-hmm. seem to have too much outside of life troubles. Right. Yeah. Uh, goes back to work. Obviously, gets a call. Goes to work. Mm-hmm. Uh, I like the nurse too, even though she was very minor in it. Oh yeah, uh, yeah, she was funny. She like list off. As soon as he gets, what do we got? And he's like, this, this, and this, and this, and then there's an unknown patient. Uh, oh, John cute too. Oh, yeah. <laughs> he's like, oh, really? He's like, he's single? I don't know. Ask him for me. <laughs> uh, lo and behold, they don't know that dude's a criminal. Yeah, they don't know that that is Frank Grillo's character, whose name, for some reason, I cannot remember in the movie what his name was. Mateo Paul. Paul's Anthony Mackie. Okay, okay. I don't remember that either. Shit, what I'm was really his bad name? with character Wow, names. I just watched this last night. Yeah. Uh, we're going to meander here. Uh, meander here. Percy. That's what it was. Was it Percy? No. Okay. I'm not even close. That's <laughs> Dude, way was, off. Was like Man, man, Percy, what a what a pick. Uh, shit, what is Yeah, it? I have no idea. I don't want to look it up. What is it? I'm going to look it uh, up. Dude. You know where we're going, Percy? Dude. Uh, <laughs> you know we're going, Percy. <laughs> He's actually Percy His name Jackson's. Is now Karen. He's Percy Jackson's grandfather. It's Karen. <laughs> it's Karen. Uh, <laughs> Everyone's name is Karen when we can't pronounce it or can't remember <laughs> it. Name's Karen. Sorry uh, for you. Paul and. So his character name was. Francesca. Yes. You Man, how did you nice. remember that? Abe. I don't think they said his name. I, they do. His brother says it. I think he's the only one that says it. Okay. 
So we yeah, Abe. Never gave, yeah, because they. I was about to say they never told each other's names. Like yeah, Abe, Mateo, Paul, and the wife's name was wife's name was Karen. And then the detectives were Lieutenant Lewis, who is Marcia Gahard's character, and then Masterson is the one that's with her, the older one, okay. that they have a history together, we find out in the movie. Yeah. <laughs> when he says that yeah, they, we, we have a history, and she goes, oh, you mean like sleeping together for four years and living together? It's like, yeah, we have a history. Fucking on and off. <laughs> <or> <laughs> yeah. Thanks. Yeah, we'll just call that a quote-unquote history. Thanks, guy. Uh, but he obviously go check on the, un, uh, and the, John, the, Doe the John Doe patient. Mm-hmm. The unknown patient. And uh, there's a lot of people named John Doe in the hospital. How do they not get them all confused? (laughs) I don't get it. John Doe 1, John John Doe Doe 2, John Doe Doe, uh, John John Doe Doe I was about to say that. John John Doe Doe? (laughs) How about that John John Doe Doe Doe? You got John John Doe Doe Doe. Pretty much. But he comes in obviously joking because the guy's unconscious. Yeah. So he comes in, you have this, this, and this wrong with you, and this, this, and this wrong with you, and he's like, thank goodness you're unconscious, so you try to hate me. <laughs> yeah. Uh, he's like, how you're was not your gonna day? like this he's next like, part. Yeah, thank you. Well, he turns around and grabs something out of his bag, and then he turns back and he notices a person. Well, he notices the, the window is open because like the I didn't th- I didn't the think he noticed the window. Like, oh, I noticed the window. I noticed that first, I didn't think that and he then noticed. the person. Yeah, I noticed the window. But yeah. I don't think Paul knew the window. Oh, he just saw the guy. Yeah, because he turned around and then looked up and was like. What the fuck? And immediately gets attacked. Yeah. Starts There's getting just his some shit dude. beat in. Just getting waxed. Just getting beat up. Dude, getting yeah. beat up. Getting smashed. Yes. <laughs> He's getting his uh, ass whipped. And then that guy took his access card, took mm-hmm. uh, the bag, I think, some yeah, the, sort of Frank bag Gro- in there. Not the Abe's medical. Bag. Abe's bag. Yeah. And then dumped out of the window. My question is, is how does that... How dude, did he uh, live? My guess is, my <laughs> first guess when I watch this, uh, that was the driver. Yeah, that was Mateo. Uh, and that's, it 100%. was revealed that it was Mateo. Mm-hmm. Uh, oh, when you're first watching, yeah, that's what I thought I too. Immediately. I was, I was like, like, "Oh, okay, that's gotta be the driver, right?" How does he know what room that his brother's in? He may have just said, "Hey," he may have come in and be like, "Hey, well, I'm looking for somebody, and I can't find them. Do you have any John Doe's here?" Okay, so off screen, yeah, and maybe. Then you got to take into consideration for this movie that a lot of stuff happens off screen. Very much so, because some people do things that you're like, "Oh, I, I don't know how he'd know to do that," or yeah. you know, how she'd know how to go I mean, there. They could have a scene like. explaining that, but then, then again, it's like that's not really necessary. That's not necessary. Yeah. You know, it's just for us viewers to be realized. Okay, let's assume that it happened off screen. Yeah. They talked about. I don't it, need know, everything painted yeah. out for me. But sometimes when it comes with stuff like that, I feel like there needs to be a little logic thrown towards the screen. Yeah, for sure. Because I'm like, like maybe he like should, the question someone I should just mention asked, it. Like, he just knows to climb up that building, yeah. jump out, like, come on, you know? Like, someone mm. should just mention it or something, like how he knew or whatever. Yeah. yeah. But of course, the uh, detective that we've seen in the first scene was there questioning him, yeah. saying something, you know, like, hey, got, Paul. that's a great description you gave of him. Mm-hmm, yeah. Apparently, he moneyed it. And she seems very nice. Yep. Because they took off his mask, too, so Paul saw his face. That's right. Yeah, he did. That's mm-hmm. right. I forgot about that. Yep, yep. And they never see for the whole movie. They never see each other. No, they don't see each other again after that. That's Mateo true. And Paul yeah, never see true. each other for the well, rest of that movie. He nope. sees Paul once well, more, but Paul don't oh, see him. Right. Never mind. Paul don't Shit. see him. Yep, he did. Never mind. You're yeah. right. That was a very emotional scene too. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Gorilla could have done a better job. I thought he was okay in that moment. Oh no, no, I meant before that, like not long after this, when he breaks into Paul's house. Paul doesn't see him, oh, but he yeah, sees yeah, Paul. Yeah, yeah. Never mind. Paul doesn't. Oh, okay. Yeah. And was, then later on, he sees Mateo, but Mateo don't see Paul. Yeah, Paul but, wow. Huh. Yeah, yeah. Nice little thing there. Mm-hmm. So it's the one time that he sees Mateo's face is when he's getting the shit beat out of him, and he barely sees it. Yeah. Yeah. And they really realize that until right now. That's crazy. Mm-hmm. And they have so much interaction throughout the movie after this too. Pretty much. Yeah. Like, talking and yeah. stuff like that. Yeah. So yeah, he uh, he's uh, Paul's out there with the detective, and the detective is. Uh, Questioning him because he was in the room with the John Doe, who's a wanted, who's a criminal, not wanted. He captured. Yeah. And someone came in there and beat up uh, Paul, most likely wanting to kill and or break out Mateo. So the police are trying to figure out what's going on, and he tells her like he's pr- like his wife's pregnant and stuff like that, and that she's due soon. And the the Lieutenant Lewis seems very like understanding and very nice, very aloof. Yeah, very and yeah, and aloof she's to aloof this whole though. thing. Mm-hmm. And then 
And he was like, yeah, got any advice on like his pregnant wife? And she, and she says one of the best lines. She's like, well, speaking as somebody who intentionally never had children, I'm probably not the best to give you advice. <laughs> yeah, in a way, that's actually a very rude thing to ask. Yeah. Just because she's a woman, you just assume. Yeah, like, got any advice? And she's yeah, like, yeah, you know no, I, mean? I don't have kids. And I never warned them. Yeah, so no, like, my advice would have been to have never done this. Yep. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and then after this. Um, <laughs> don't do it. Yeah. She gets up and like she leaves to go find like uh, go back to his room or whatever. And Paul's sitting there, and then the funny nurse is like, "You need to go home." He's like, "No, I'm fine." And she goes, "Honey, you just got the shit beat out of you. You look terrible. <laughs> yeah, you yeah. need to go home. You need to go home." <laughs> so he they does. were talking about bringing you know the cops. Lewis was talking about bringing the cops and questioning him. He's like, "Just question me here, damn. My oh, wife's yeah, that's pregnant. Right. Stop yeah, trying to stress her right. out. Like, that's how she finds this. out that his wife's pregnant. And she's like, "You know, we'll have some cops come to your house later on and ask some more questions." And he's like, "Can we not just do it here? My wife's pregnant. I don't want to stress and her see, out that's more." That's what killed me. Is the next scene. Uh, some of the little bit of the issues with like how people think. I don't know. People probably in real life do do this, but I think it's weird. Uh, do do. Uh, think it's weird to. So he comes back home mm-hmm. and he tells like they're kissing. He's like, "Oh, you're in here." Like she's uh, she was doing something else. I don't know if she was painting again or she was doing. Something. I think she was just laying on the floor in that room again. Okay. Uh, well, he comes in. They're again sweet kissing, mm-hmm. you know. And then she's like, "Hey, what happened to your face?" Uh, you know, oh, I got in a little fight. Somebody you know broke in the hospital. Blah blah. blah. Uh, and she's, you know, worried like yeah, she should be. Sure. And uh, she's like, you can't be doing that. He's like, I didn't. He beat that, me up. Like my, like, <laughs> it yeah, wasn't my choice. I'm intentionally doing that. Like, of course I don't want to do this. Like, I actually I, saw the guy let him break in. Then we tried to beat him up. <laughs> yeah, I went over and I was like, let's do this, dude. Falcon, like, like, that, stuff does, that stuff doesn't make any yeah. sense to me. I was like, you can't be doing this. Yes, I know that I shouldn't be fighting. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> believe me, it wasn't my choice. It wasn't I didn't my try. Choice. I always jumped. Like, you know. <laughs> Uh, so of course that another nice family scene seeing mm-hmm. their nice and she was really good. I really yeah, liked her. I liked you know her too. I mean? They didn't need the role to do much except like especially when but she did the a end, lot she was with killing it. it. She did a lot with it's it. Very good. Yeah, especially uh, with I you. didn't think that she was gonna be a focal point. I mean, I'm new because once the story kicked in, you know, he's doing that sweet stuff. Mm-hmm. Uh, I guess we'll do this before I jump into that. Uh, sweet scene. He's like, oh, I'm gonna go get us some ice cream. Why don't you get on the couch? Let's watch a movie together. And he like, helps, helps her up, too, her up yeah. puts her in the chair, and he walks out. Well, seconds after he walks out. He's walking in there, and it does like a, I think it goes from the feet to the headshot, mm-hmm. and then you notice there's somebody behind him wearing the same mask, and yeah. you're like, "Oh shit!" <laughs> yeah, he broke into Boom! a house. One hit, yeah, falls down, hits him in the back of the head with his gun, I guess, yep. or something, and knocked Paul out. Yep, and then goes in after his wife, mm-hmm. and you hear screaming. My first thought was like, "Don't I, kill the baby! I, I, Don't I kill he, the baby!" I, I thought he was gonna kill her, dude. and I was like, "Oh my god, this guy's ruthless!" Dude, oh shit! <laughs> I was like, "Man, this movie is getting torn." <laughs> yeah, this is dork as uh, hell. Which is weird because it's something I've also uh, touched on. I said to you last night is I loved every song choice in this movie. Every song was a good song, mm-hmm. but I didn't think it fit, uh, fit the scenes. Fit. It didn't yeah. always fit the scenes because this could have been a way serious movie. No, like, it could have been very serious. Like like no funny at all, like no mm-hmm. comedy, like dead, just boom, straight to the point. Like, yep. And I don't know if that would have made it better. I mean, it's still a good movie. I enjoyed the hell out of this movie. Yeah, I did too. Uh, or if it would have made it worse, like if it was too if serious. If it took itself too seriously. It, yeah, if it took itself like, too uh... seriously, it could have been like, mm, you would have really had to make sure those plot holes weren't. Yeah, oh, for sure. Yeah. yeah, oh, for sure. I liked that it had a little bit of like a, a comedic edge kind of to it. Like, there's not a lot of comedy in it. Not but a there lot, is some, there and is it's some. done well when it's done. Mm-hmm. Especially with Big D. Like, he's the source of most Dude, of the comedy, and he's, he's hilarious. Wow. He's awesome. When he's talking about he's like, how many kids, uh, Paul's like, how many kids you have? Eight. eight. He's like, eight? Damn. He's like, man, I was, I was never good at pulling out of parking space. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, all right, maybe you should stop doing yeah. that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But then so Paul gets knocked out and he wakes up and there's a phone, uh, two phones actually in front of him. It's like his phone and a different and phone. And a different phone. Yeah. And the different phone is ringing and he picks it up and it's the guy that broke into his house and he's like, you're going to get, you're a nurse at the hospital. You're going to get my brother out of the fucking hospital right now or I'm going to kill your wife. 
He's like, what? And then you hear gunshots. Yeah, and he's like, okay, 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 I'll do it, I'll do it, I'll do it, I'll do it. It's very easy to get a person to uh, do what you want when you have their significant other yeah. on the other side. Who is carrying their child. Who is carrying their yeah. child. Very, very, very easy to get them to do what you want. Wow. So then Paul's, of course, like, he's like okay, fuck, fuck, I'll do it, I'll do it, I'll So do now it. he's roped into a situation. This dude's just yeah. working his nine to five, waiting for his kid to be born. really dumb at first that the guy on the phone just immediately revealed that the guy in the hospital is his brother. Yep. But then as the movie went on, it kind of made sense. It makes sense. not that smart. Some, I think you he's something wrong off mentally. About, yeah, I think something might be off about him. Mm. Yeah, I think he it's might clear. have some kind of disability. He also didn't have like a very... He was raised by his brother. That was yeah. revealed in this. Yeah. His parents... His, his mom uh, got... Hit, uh, her, his brother's words, Abe's words. My dad used to beat the living shit out of my mother. Yeah, and then him too. Which makes my stomach just sink. Yeah, it's awful. I'm like, fuck, dude. I mean, it happens. It's so Yeah, bad. it does it's happen, unfortunately. And then some people can't get out of it. They're just yeah. like, fuck, this is life. And it's like, damn, dude. Yep. Damn. It's shitty, man. Uh, but of course, and he's like, they beat me, beat my mom, and it only got worse when my, my brother was born. Yep. One day, my mom finally got tired of getting the shit beat out of him, so she shot him. And then did she say, did they say she shot herself? Uh, shot him and then she sh- shot him and went to prison. Oh, she went to prison, died in prison. Died in prison, yeah. I think she went to prison, died in prison. And then he, yeah, but he never aged. revealed an age of when, of when this happened. When yeah. this happened. So I'm assuming that brother, I would say brother's probably about five or six. Yeah, but then he said yeah. he raised Abe, he raised Mateo ever since. So ever yeah, I'm assuming since. he's kind of younger. Yep. Yeah. And Abe seems like he's so probably I doubt 10 he went years to school. Older. I doubt he went to school. Yeah, probably never did. Probably he never probably actually lived had a on the education. Lamb. Probably lived yep. as, I guess, criminals. They had to, you know, yeah. I mean, in a situation like that. I mean, didn't have to, but yeah. They didn't have to be criminal. It's the easiest I mean, I route, I guess. Yeah, it's the easiest route. Not necessarily easiest, but the most know, accessible route. The most accessible route. Yeah. I don't know what they would, what their, I mean, we know their home life. It wasn't good. They could have been putting so the foster care and shit. That, that could have been awful, too. That could have like, been awful, man. too. Never been separated. They're like, well, he, they'll take the younger one, but the older one yep. has to go. They're sometimes like, that happens. happens. That yeah. happens. It sucks. Not and sometimes. It happens a lot. Yeah. That's why you see the older ones at the foster homes, man. It's sad. It's like nobody wants to nobody take wants him in. a seventeen-year-old. It's like really, yeah, one year with him. You just got you got worse. You got through all the bad times. Yeah, so you get him at seventeen. They're, they're already pretty smart. <laughs> Hopefully, yeah. Or Hopefully, dark as shit because yeah. they've been in there the whole yeah. life. Oh, they're seventeen years old. Seventeen like, years old. Nobody's wanted me. It's like, yeah, wouldn't you feel that way? Yeah, you know, I would that's too. kind of yes. something like. And so yeah. Abe is very close to him, and he mm-hmm. and he shows in this movie that he's he doesn't care about anything. And of course, Paul put him on blast for that. He's the only he's thing. Like, he cares oh, you about care about your brother? Yeah. He's like, oh, sure, you got a point. Like, yeah, this is true. This is true. This is true. So yeah, he tells Paul to go get his brother. So Paul breaks into the ho- breaks in. He goes back to the hospital, and it's actually really smart how he does everything to get him out too. We see him go to like um. Not ER, but like that the was e- a great like an EMT area. Man, where he that was the best shot of the movie. What? I think that was the best camera work right there. The cool, at least the coolest uh, camera work that they had. What was when he's p- putting all the medicine in the bag right before he goes into the room, mm-hmm. and it's just a spinning camera. Oh yeah, and yeah, it's just yeah. Going yeah. left to right at the good speed. Mm-hmm. You see him for a second, and then once it gets to the other side. Mackie's able to go left to right again, and then it goes to the other side, and mm-hmm. it's just one big rotating camera. It's while timed he's doing very all well. That stuff exactly. Yeah. Very timed well. Uh, and you got to make sure that you're <laughs> very actor. timed well. <laughs> Don't judge me. I speak, Yoda, he is. I speak fast. I am. <laughs> speak fast. I do. That was yeah. That was an awesome camera shot. I do remember that now that you're saying that. Yeah, yeah. That, man. The timing fellows. Yeah. Interesting. To see if they got it on first try. You know, you got to. Oh God. You got to hope that the actor comes in and hits those parts as well. Oh, I don't yeah, know if sure. they intentionally because it was boom, boom, camera moves, mm-hmm. boom, boom, camera moves four times. That was four movements. Probably did it about 100 times. <laughs> Mackie, you're going too fast. If Kubrick was there, it'd probably be 250. Yeah, at least. Like, dude, we've gotten it perfect the last 150. He's like, no. Did I we say haven't. it was perfect? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> We're still a millisecond over in time. I'm, I'm done. I you're a fucking set piece. What? <laughs> Who talks to people like that? I'm a human. You're a you set are piece nothing. That speech. I am a god. Yeah. God, I didn't know Kubrick was still alive. I am. That was a great impression. Reincarnation. Reincarnated in you. Yeah. God, you should hear Josh. Don't you roll your eyes. You should hear Josh uh, off podcast, man. Everything's got to be perfect. He's terrible. He's terrible. 
All right, we're going to do this podcast again. <laughs> Restart after Restart. 30 minutes almost. So then he goes into the hospital to get uh, him out and have that amazing shot. Mm-hmm. He goes into like an EMT kind of room and he's getting all this stuff. And then he goes into uh, back into Abe's room and he doesn't realize at first when he walks in that there's a police <laughs> officer in the room in the corner like he's on guard. Texting. And he's like, what are you doing? It kind of freaks me. He goes, oh, shit. And he's like, oh, my God. He's like, I got to take him down for imaging and tests and stuff. And he's like, really? And he's like, look, man, I just, I, I just do what they tell me, basically. And so he starts, like, unhooking everything, and he hooks up a heart monitor, uh, like, that's on the... Uh, it's life the, support. The life support that's on the bed. Mm-hmm. And he's like, what is that? And he goes, life support. And he's like, he hasn't needed it before. And he's like, yeah, well, if he flatlines from here down to the imaging, it's my ass, not yours. And the cop's like, yeah, fair enough. Good well, point. Wherever he Good goes, point. I go. Yeah, and the cop's like, wherever he goes, I go. And he's like, yeah, suit yourself. Mm. So then he grabs all this stuff, and he grabs a defib machine as well and puts it on there. And it's mm. smart what he's telling him, so it makes sense Which why he's grabbing this that. stuff. Huh? Which yeah, the trailer totally spoiled that. So then he goes and takes him out, and they get into an elevator. While they're in the elevator, Paul unhooks the life support when the police officer isn't like looking because he's well, on his phone. The cops also question him, too, because he's like, isn't that down? It says it when it goes down. When, the, oh, when yes, they're going true. down, yeah, the floor yeah. says the thing. It says, mm-hmm. isn't that where it is? He's like, oh, it's different for this. He's like, like it's a different elevator. We have yeah. to go here to get to another elevator. Yeah. And Paul's like really short with him, too. Yeah. Like, he is, he's like, oh, this guy's just in my way. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like, I got shit to do. I have a wife to save. Yeah, right. I got a baby to save. So then he unhooks him and he uh, he starts freaking out and the cops like what's going on? He's like oh my god he's flatlining give me the defib. He's like what the thing the box underneath it. give it to me. So he or he has the paddles and he's like the defib mm-hmm. underneath give it to me. And the cop brings it up puts it on the bed and Anthony Maggie starts it and then shocks the cop with Just it. And he's boom. like sorry guy. Mm-hmm. <laughs> then he takes it he handcuffs him to the um the stretcher I think or maybe yeah I'm assuming to one the, of the bar ha- in the, ha- the bar yeah. in and the elevator takes his gun mm-hmm. and then he's like I'm sorry officer yeah sorry man <laughs> and then he gives uh, Abe a shot. Of like I guess adrenaline to wake him up to wake him up. He's yeah. like wakey wakey. He wakes up. He's like okay, you're in the hospital. You're in the hospital. And he's <laughs> like uh, you're in a lot of pain, but calm down right now. He's like your brother sent me to get you. And as soon as he says that, Abe jumps up and starts puts him against him. the wall and starts choking him. And he's like, like man, I'm just trying man. to save my wife. He's like, I'm just trying to save my wife. And that's when like it's starting. Abe's starting to become cognizant, and he's probably realizing, fuck, well, Mateo. He's a kid. He's like Mateo. He's a kid too, and he's that's the only thing. He's he like, he's trying to save to. my wife and kid, and he's probably like, fuck, Mateo did something bad. Mm-hmm. Oh god. And he's like, all right, well, come on, we gotta go. So then they get out and they get in the parking garage. The funny, one of the funniest parts to me was Abe's like, I'm driving. And Paul's like, no, you're not. He goes, yes, I am. And it's like, that, bro, you just mix. woke up. Yeah, and he gave him a mix of two different things. Yeah. I don't know what the first one was. but the Terminal was or more, something? Oh, and, and morphine. morphine, yeah. And there's a certain mix you got to have. Yep. So he's on this stuff. He's like, and here comes the good stuff. Yeah. And now he wasn't driving this? Like, yeah. what? What? I mean, it's just enough to like ease his pain, but he just it's morphine. woke up from being in like an induced coma. And now he wants to drive a car. Mm-hmm. I was Paul, I'm like, absolutely not. I don't care. Well, what choice are you going to have? No, you're not, not gonna happening. have any choice. Though. You're not driving, bro. I'm shooting know, the leg. And you he's, can't drive. He's <laughs> you're still alive. <laughs> Anthony Mack has never pulled a gun. <laughs> Paul, a bitch. So then after this, they go on this little uh, joyride, and mm-hmm. the the police see the detectives are at the hospital. See them leaving, so they get out and they chase them. And they have like one of the first little chase scenes, and then they manage to end up getting away from them, and they go to like this like ghetto area downtown. And Abe sells Paul's car or like gives it away <laughs> to like the, this homeless guy because they can't have tracks. Yeah. And at this point, Abe is intending to just depart from Paul. Yeah. And he's like, just go back home. He's like, you know, oh, your wife will come back or whatever it is. You know, he's like, he just tells me. Well, they called him on the way over to. That's the, right. They uh, called Mateo. The yeah. Uh, Abe was like, is the woman okay? Mm-hmm. Is the baby okay? Yeah, they're okay. Put it on the phone for a second. They talk for just a second. Of course, they cut it short because they're probably getting tracked. Getting like, tracks, boom, yep. stop this shit. Mm-hmm. And he sold his car, which I don't get. Why he sold his car? Like, I guess because they know your car he now. Sold it nah. because they know Paul's they car. Know, yeah, they yeah. know Paul's car. So now. they can't be seen in it. 
Man. Because in the hospital uh, scene we kind of skipped over was after they leave the detective and they lose them, the detectives go back to the hospital and they're like, check the security camera. Pull the cameras and like, who's this guy? And they oh, that's the nurse Paul. And then they see that he's the one that helped break him out. So they know it's Paul. So they're obviously going to look for Paul's car, look for his address. Like now they have something to go on. That's true. Yeah. And Abe's smart enough to know that. Yeah. Which you think he'd warn him, hey, now you can't go home ever. Yeah. No, Abe don't give a shit You're about You're a fugitive. Him. He don't care about <laughs> him. You're a fugitive. <laughs> He's like, forgot to mention, you're going to be wanted. Is it fun to be on the run? Because I've been doing it for a while. I've been doing my whole life. But as you're, yeah. as this is going on, too, you notice that the uh, Mateo and Abe keep getting text messages from a character named Big D, the one that we mentioned before, that you're fucking dead. I'm and they're never nice. Your skull. <laughs> they're yeah, never like, nice. I'm going to fuck your skull. <laughs> yeah. You're a dead man. Stuff like that. Uh, and you're like, damn. So they come to find out they, they robbed him. But the robbing was that. Abe and them are paying off a bunch of other yeah, criminals. They, they owe a lot yeah, of people money. They owe a lot of people money, and they're paying off other people. So when we finally get Big D, and he mentions, uh, he's like, oh, man, yes, so you paid off uh, so-and-so with my with $60,000. $60,000 of my money. Yep. And you're not going to pay me back? You're paying some of my enemies off. Yeah, How does that like, make me you're look? You're worried about these little people? These fools. And he's like, whoa, 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 whoa. Yeah. And of course, when they get to when they finally get to that moment, he's like, I got the money here. And then I got more than that and some in my pocket. Yep. Referring to the little flash the thumb, drive. The flash drive. The thumb drive. Uh, but before we get into that, we should probably hit some of the, <laughs> yeah. the other bigger points. I just started... Uh, so in throughout the rest of the movie... Get some endgame. As the movie goes on, we, we switch back and forth between Paul and Abe and Mateo and Taryn. Mm-hmm. So we get to see... This is the bulk of the time that we get to see Mateo. And the actor, Christian Cook, could not have done a better job. Seriously. He was, he was astounding as Mateo. Mm-hmm. So fucking good. From the moment that you first get the first scene in the car after he has already kidnapped Taryn and you get their first scene together, it's very apparent that he's not only just uneasy with the situation, he doesn't like what he's doing. Yeah. He doesn't like that he had to kidnap this woman. And he keeps woman. apologizing. Yeah, and he too. keeps apologizing. But when she tells him that she's pregnant, you can just see instantly how bad he feels. Like, he doesn't want anything to go wrong here. He, even had a he doesn't want to hurt he anybody. He his gun at her belly. Yeah. He's like, oh, man. He's like, don't, please don't make me do this. And yeah. he's like, I don't want this to happen. But he feels, like, cornered. He has to get his brother back. It's the person that's raised him. It's like, all he knows is his brother. See, all he has. Yeah, it's all he's got. He can't, like, live without him. He needs him. He's could have been in such a little punk. I agree. But anyways. Uh, <laughs> I agree. But then, yeah, Christian Cook, man, throughout this, the rest of the movie that he's in, he is fucking unreal. Every time we see him, it's like a pretty emotional scene. Mm-hmm. There's only like once or twice where it's like a little more lighthearted with him and Taryn, but it's mm-hmm. still like not full on. Like there's, still yeah, there's always some sort of something happening yeah. at the mm-hmm. end that kind of just like, oh, but I can't. She's like, I got to go home. You know, I got to be, I got to have a baby. I mm-hmm. be. Sorry, I can't. Yes, <laughs> like, I can't. I, I can't. I, and then as it goes on, he gets inquisitive too. Like he starts like, inquire about like her and their family and like what they're going to name the kid and he even like puts his hand in her belly at one point and stuff like you can tell that there's like a sweetness within him you mm-hmm. know what i mean but he's also like a fucking criminal mm-hmm. <laughs> but he's not like the way that him and Abe are painted throughout this is they were pretty much forced into a bad situation is what kicked off this movie like i'm sure they've done other stuff in their past that wasn't good but it also seems like they just are trying to live and they are just going about it in, like, the worst way. Like, they're not necessarily bad people. They just dealt a bad hand, and it's gotten a bad situation after bad situation after bad situation. Especially Mateo. Like, he does not seem like he's a bad guy. Nope. Abe seems like he's hardened because of the life he's lived, but he does have a soft spot for Mateo. Yeah. And for children in general, mm-hmm. it seems like. Because, it's, yeah, like you said, it was when Paul mentions his kid, that's when you can see a change in Abe. And he's like, oh, fuck. Yeah. And, well, after uh, they grouped up, Abe and Paul, mm-hmm. you know, they apparently go- end up going together. They got to get his wife. They got to get, you know, his yep. brother. 
And well, he tries to leave Paul, and Paul's like, okay, here, take this bag. Make shoot sure yourself. Shoot yourself with the terminal first and the morphine, and make sure you bounce them both out, because too much terminal, and you're going to liver failure. Too much morphine, you slip into a coma. Have fun. Thank you. I'm sure you got it. And Abe's like, fuck, pick up the bag, let's go. <laughs> He's like, man, I need this guy. And of course, they need wheels. Yeah, so they got to go... Uh, to well, a shady pawn shop. Before that, they go to a car wash for some reason. Oh, they go into the, to a car wash so that he can give Abe another shot because Abe's starting to feel oh, pain. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. And then I thought it was an awesome shot of when they're standing in there and they're talking. You can see someone like walking across the oh, street I, approaching. Yes, that was and so I was cool. Like, I love those huh. kind of shots. Like, okay. And then just a minute later, that guy pops in and just punches so Paul oh, in the face. you didn't recognize that dude? He was one of the police officers trying to stop them at the uh, hospital. I didn't he even realize bald, that. Yeah, he's bald white guy trying to stop him at the hospital. I didn't realize that's that. why I was like, as soon as they started walking, I was like, oh man, the cop made it. That's a cool shot. I didn't even notice it was the cop. Yeah, yeah. no, that's yeah, dope. Yeah, but yeah, and that he just out of nowhere comes around the corner and punches Paul in the face. <laughs> <laughs> that made me laugh too. It was like of the two he could hit, it was Paul. <laughs> Boom, and then down, down he goes. Yeah, and then of course ensues a nice little fight. But in, in, a, in a car wash, which was in so a cool. Car wash and the dudes in the car, like, what the fuck's going on? <laughs> yeah. like, uh, and hilarious. It's a car moment. wash and a show. God, hilarious moment for me is mm-hmm. that they the song they chose for this is because <laughs> I'm like, oh, it's a little funky '80s type music, you yeah. know, a little synthy, a little that, uh, and it goes into I saw you walking in the rain, <laughs> which is if you've seen the Donald Glover's SNL, he has a song parody of that, which I thought was just a made song. I saw you walking in the walking night. in the night, yeah, and it's like him trying to catch his girl street cheating, yeah. Uh, man, I was I was laughing way too hard for this scene than what I needed to because of that. Because I immediately just thought of Gambino, thought of DG, and was like, wow, this is a real fucking song. Dude, I had no idea. The filmmakers had to have known. I mean, they had but to that, have known. The song they chose, though, was the real song, though. I know. They had to have known. Like, if they didn't, what an amazing or coincidence. Or what if they watched SNL and they're like, fuck yeah, do they know that song? You know? I mean, right, yeah. Not well, surprised that Donald Glover would know that. But what damn. an amazing coincidence. Mm hmm. God, had me laughing so hard. <laughs> Pretty cool fight. Nothing too great. You know, shows the whole I love gun. that when Mackie tries to help him, the first thing he picks up, he just doesn't realize, and he starts to go forward, and it's on a line. So it just stops, <laughs> and he's like, oh, man, I need to get something closer. <laughs> <laughs> and like, it shows that uh, Paul's noting what he's doing. Oh, he's completely out of his yeah. depth, and I like that. Mm-hmm. But eventually he does hit the cop with something in the back of the head to, like, knock him out, and he helps Abe. And then, then they start leaving. And they start uh, leaving, and this woman whole, just mistakes whole, whole them for people cruiser. that work there. <laughs> yeah, no, a shitty PT cruiser. For a back in a buff or something like that. <laughs> and he's like, ma'am, get out of the car. And she's like, I've got pepper spray. I got a fucking gun on my pants. And she's like, what kind of car wash is this? <laughs> yeah, they drive off still this woman's PT cruiser. Oh, man. And of course, it shows a like really a vibrant shitty. PT cruiser. It's, too. A, it's really shitty. It's like a PT cruiser with like the wood paneling on the God, side. Yeah. <laughs> it's like yellow with that wood paneling. Like, this is very obvious. It's like, man, you chose a PT cruiser. No, I didn't. <laughs> He's like, does this thing go any faster? He's like, you're the genius that stole a fucking PT Cruiser. <laughs> so, yeah, after this is when they're like, uh, they need to get a different car. Like, they need to change cars. And they go to this pawn shop, mm-hmm. which is where, I can't remember the name of the guy, but it's some guy that Abe knows. Mm-hmm. So they go there, and they get inside, and he's talking to him. He's like, yo, Paul, you stay back here. I'm going to go up here and talk to him. So while Abe is talking to him, the phone they have has died. So Paul, like, hooks up to a charger. And in the earlier movie in the hospital, Lieutenant Lewis gave him her card. He's like, if, he's like, if you can think of anything else, make sure you contact me. So being a smart person, he sends a text to Lieutenant Lewis and tells her where they're at. Is that a smart person? No, it's stupid. <laughs> I would not have done that shit. You're with a dude that will kill you at any moment. Yeah. And your wife, but you're going to risk that? Nope. And then Abe is up there trying to negotiate with this other guy. And he's like, I'm not helping you, man. You're you like, owe me, man. He's like, you're on he's everybody's like, you keep hit bringing list. The fucking Big people pass. to kill you. And yeah, he's like, you fucking yeah. owe me. And he's like, damn it, man. You keep bringing up the fucking past. <laughs> yeah, he's just he like, was it's mad. It's all about the past. Yeah. 
So then he gives him like keys to a car, and he's gonna give him like some guns and stuff, and like suit them up so they can get the fuck out of here. You don't have a Range Rover. <laughs> yeah, he's like a Honda Civic in the back. He's like, you got a Range Rover. He's like, you think what you're gonna get? <laughs> so then, uh, Mateo calls Paul. He keeps calling him, so he answers the phone and he talks to him. And Abe turns around and sees him. He's like, "Are you fucking kidding me? Yeah. You're calling someone?" And he rips the phone away, and it's his brother. So then yeah. he's like, "Oh, okay, fine, fine." And then he hangs after up. He punches him in the face. Yeah, after he punches Paul in the face, and he hangs up. And then he gets another text that says like. It says duck get or get down. Get down. He's like, you son of a bitch. What did you just do? And then we see Lieutenant Lewis outside with the older police, like the older detective that's with her. And like, I think one other detective. One other detective. They're like, we're going to wait Look for backup. Look green. Look yeah. young. And he says, we're going to wait for, are we going to wait for backup? And Lieutenant Lewis is like, no, like it's, we don't have enough time. We mm-hmm. need to get in there now and get mm-hmm. these people captured. So then they, they get into the, uh, the fucking pawn shop and they make. Nice little gunfire. Nice yeah, they have a little gunfire. Like and yeah. then eventually they take over and make Paul, or not Paul's already on the ground. They make um, Abe throw his gun down to get on the ground. Yeah. And well, then fucking, the, the fucking pawn shop dude decides, oh, I'm going to get my shotgun out. And as soon as he moves, as soon as Lieutenant he Lewis up, blasts dude, him, dude. Boom, one to the chest, walks <laughs> yeah. around, one to the skull. And that's at the moment you're like, why is she so And she has a shotgun too. Yeah. yeah, she shoots him in the chest and then walks around and shoots him in the head and kills him. And that's when you're like, what and the her, fuck? And the, the older guy that's with her kind of looks at her like, well, that's, oh, that's shit, odd, she's man. getting gangster as fuck. Yeah. That, and as a viewer so far, what you've been, you didn't think that, that she would... No, Painful absolutely not. Such malice. Like, yeah, it was no. like, whoa, that was really dark. She seemed trying to get these guys. Really like, torn up about what had happened, but yeah. she also seemed like she was like a good, nice person. Yeah. yeah. Like, Holy shit, that got dark. <laughs> and then she puts the gun in uh, Abe's face. She goes, where's the drive? Tell us where the drive is. Well, she's like, I need put a fucking shotgun away. She puts her shotgun away. his gun. That's right. And takes his handgun. She's like, where's the fucking drive? Tell us where the fucking drive is. And she's like very adamant about this. Yeah, it's like, why? What? I don't understand what's going on. him a couple times, stuff like that. And we forgot to mention earlier in the movie, too, when her and the older detective had that exchange where he's like, because we have a history and she gets all mad. The reason he says that is because he had someone look into her to make sure that she was clean. Mm-hmm. And he gave, uh, or the DA was looking into her, and he gave his own vouch for her. But they looked into her anyway, and he was like, and you came up clean, so that's all I care about. Mm-hmm. So she's a clean cop. Yeah. So what she's doing now is like, what the fuck? This yeah, doesn't make any sense. On? And that cop and the other detective are both kind of like, what the fuck is happening? Like, why is she well, doing this? the detective this? was reacting more than the cop was. Yeah, true. The older detective was reacting. Well, it's an, I keep saying cop. It's three detectives that are in there because none of them are in uniform. Uh, one, that that one, one that's dude, green and young is still wearing a I suit. I thought he was wearing, okay. I thought he's he wearing had, a suit. Yeah. He's not wearing like a police officer uniform. But yeah, she's all up in friggin' Abe's face wanting to get this flash drive and shit. And then Abe... It's like, oh, you're gonna you're gonna frame this for murder like you did the other one too. Yeah, you're gonna p- make this look like a homicide. And they're like, wait, what the fuck? And then he sa- he says something else. I can't remember what the fuck else he says to her. He says one other line to her. I thought he just said that, and then she looks over at him. Maybe, and yeah. And then the, and the she other, looks at the detective other detective, like, and he like serious? puts it together, and he's like, it was you. He's like, are you serious? Like you were involved in the killing of the DA? Mm-hmm. And then she points the gun at him, and he's like, "Don't do this." He's like, "You're not, you're not gonna kill me. That's that's not who you are, or something like that." And she just blasts him in Dude, the fucking straight head. Straight up, yeah. And it's with Abe's gun. Mm-hmm. And she shoots him in the fucking head, and she puts her gun up and says, "Shoot him," and then shoot the other. Well, one. Well, yeah, backup arrives. Like I guess yeah. you can hear the sirens outside, and she puts her gun up, and she was like, "Shoot him," and shoot the other ones. And she walks over to the detective. She goes, "Hey, it's okay. It doesn't gotta be clean. It doesn't gotta be, or it doesn't gotta be perfect. It's just gotta be clean." Make it's it believable. Yeah, make it believable. It's a it's a double homicide su- or it's a shootout. They he shot him, so you shot him. And that's what happened. Mm-hmm. And so then she leaves. She walked out, but then Paul, the dude's Thank aiming you. at him. The, the detective's starting to aim at him. He's shaking. Mm-hmm. He's shaking. And then Paul grabs the gun on the ground from the other detective and shoots the cop. And that's he shot right. The detective. He boom, didn't boom. she she threw Abe's gun on the ground. 
Mm-hmm. It was, it was like, he shot him, you shot him. She throws his gun on the mm-hmm. ground. And then she's like, make it believable and walks out. So, yeah, Paul grabs that gun while he's about to kill Abe mm-hmm. and shoots that cop like several times. <laughs> kill the cop. Boom. And kills him. And of course, Abe, like, Paul is shaking. In the moment, he's shaking, kind of freaking out, but like, you don't really have time to fully and it, and freak out. And it has out. that whole where the sound goes out. And he's like, mm-hmm. Paul, Paul. Paul. He's, he's like, Paul, like, we need to go now. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Get me up. We need and to at leave. At that moment, Abe knows he's like, well, now I got to trust you because he's you killed, just cop, killed the so, cop. So, yeah. Yeah, but he keeps telling him. He's the one that keeps telling him it's a dirty cop, dude. It's not the same. He's like, man, it's still a fucking cop, dude. They're, they're criminals. They're just a killer with a gun or a mm-hmm. killer with a badge. That's all it is. And also, he uh, in the pawn shop, he has this pinata in the corner of the room that mm-hmm. is a surveillance camera. Yep. Dude brags but about it. Inside the surveillance, inside the pinata that has the surveillance camera is also a nanny cam. Oh, that's why I was confused. Yeah. Okay. That's why they, at the end when they go to the police station, he He's rips it open, pulls the nanny cam yeah. out. It's already kind of ripped open because there's a camera in the top. Mm-hmm. There's also a nanny cam in the bottom that records on its own because the camera on the top is hooked to the system mm-hmm. in there so they can wipe it. But then there's also a nanny cam okay. on the bottom. Okay. Yeah, so that was an important piece of information, which as soon as he mentioned that in that scene, I was like, oh, that's going to be fucking important for some reason, I bet. Oh, of course. And then the whole thing happened, and I was like, oh, shit, so they're dirty. And that, yeah, that is going to be important, that camera. And they mention it not long after this to like uh, the, 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 the pinata cam in the, the pawn shop. We need to go back and get that. And they're like, yeah, there's like, how are we going to get back there and get yeah, that? Yeah, how shit? are we going to get that's that? That's not going to happen. Well, that's when, they, that's when the Big D scene that I was talking mm-hmm. about, they go talk to him. They know how to get there. Uh, yeah, so you have to, this is when they go to Big D. Yep. Yeah. And then, of course, the reveal was he gives him the flash drive, tells him everything. He's like, what do I fucking need that for? And he's like, it has this, this, and this, and this on it. Any time that you have any problem with what you're doing, you got a way out. Yep. And also, it has the passwords and linked numbers of secret bank accounts full of money. Yup. And he's like, why didn't you leave with that shit? Yeah, I know, man. <laughs> why no. don't you open with that? So they come in here and you get a little MTV Cribs type moment. And he's like, <laughs> I want D. these guys to know that there's more to life, more to the cinema than Scarface. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm trying to educate them. I'm trying to educate them. So then they're watching like on the waterfront or some shit I believe like so. that. I, I, could, I didn't oh my recognize God, the movie. He's and like, no. wait for it. Wait for it. <laughs> yeah, wait for like, it. Boom, and a bridge collapse. That's how you make movies, <laughs> That's man. how you make cinema. People out here trying to watch lightsabers and shit. Then when he said that, in my mind, I was like, fuck you, Big D. <laughs> I know. I thought of you immediately. I was like, God. This a- motherfucker. Like, yeah, that's how you make Big a movie. Big D's got them all sitting around the couch watching Apparently movie. they watch movies regularly. Like, <laughs> yeah. yeah, they, on the... He said there's like a marathon on TCM, which is Turner Classic. It's like a channel that shows old mm-hmm. movies, and he's like marathoning it all day. <laughs> he's like, I want him to, you know, the finer things in life. <laughs> so then he's like, uh, we're going to have an uh, investors meeting. So, like, they leave the room or whatever, and they are trying to plan how they're going to do what they're going to do after this. And Big mm-hmm. D's actually going to help them mm-hmm. because he can record it and make a movie out of it. Because <laughs> that's great. Yeah, because Big D's fucking awesome. So, they get him, like, these uh, – they get Abe a police costume, mm-hmm. and they get um, – what's his head? EMT. Paul, an EMT costume. And also, we totally skipped over before this. What's his name? Mateo and the wife end up going to this warehouse, which Abe tells him to go and wait for him at our warehouse. And it's very apparent when they get there, this is where they fucking live. And we get uh, two or three scenes, like, going back and forth. Um, like, we come back to this place two or three times, and Taryn and Mateo are in there. And eventually, Taryn's like, she thinks she's going into labor. She's like, are you going to live with this baby? Mm-hmm. And he's like, oh, I, I, I don't know that. Well, yeah, like, and they had well, a then moment. you need to take me to the fucking hospital. Yeah, and they had a moment, too, where we almost got all four of them together. At a meetup, but mm-hmm. apparently that's that was already busted. You're right, yeah. So they had that they cool, they're like, station. fuck it, we gotta do it. He yep. Abe gets out, pull, shoots a gun, so everybody starts scattering. They leave, they separate. 
Taryn tried to leave again, mm-hmm. but of course, and he Mateo called her. her. Uh, yeah. Yep, he didn't let her. I mean, she can't exactly run real fast. Being yeah, pregnant. she can't. She can't get away. So then we get us to this point. Yep. So they've tried to meet, but they just couldn't be able yeah. to do it. I forgot they had that one that one part. Yeah. So then while we're in there, uh, Mateo seems to be getting more like fond of Taryn. Mm-hmm. And eventually, when she was like, "You need to take him to the hospital," he's like, "All right, fuck, fuck." He's like, I'm going to take you to the hospital. He's like, oh, thank God. And she's like, let me just call my brother. He's like, no, don't call him. Don't call anybody. Don't call anybody. And he's like, I need to call him. I have to call him. And so he gets up to go call his brother. And when he walks away, she's like, oh, God, please don't answer. <laughs> and in that second, homeboy yeah. gets shot. And so the Mateo's out there about to call someone, and he gets fucking shot. And, and then that's by a dude that we've seen a couple out, times yep. in this movie. And mm-hmm. once where he noticed the warehouse was open. I don't know how he knew it was theirs, though. He followed them. Okay, so they, but they didn't show the follow until they pulled, pulled yeah, they up. Yeah, they just show him like pulling up, so like it leads you to believe he's been following okay. them. Okay, yeah. Okay. So, yeah, and it's another cop, or it's another person that we've seen before. That's at least affiliated with Lewis. That's at least affiliated with Lewis. Like, I, I was assuming already in this moment, oh, it's like another dirty cop, which it turns out to be. I'm pretty sure it is. They never yeah. specifically said. They never said, but she went, but he's when, in a police when there's station a line later. of like, who's your family? He's like, oh, this is all I have left, and he touches, yeah. she touches him on the arm. Mm-hmm. So then, yeah, he goes in there and shoots him the fuck up, and then he's trying to get information from him. And he doesn't see Taryn. The 30 cop does. Doesn't. So she like picks up something and goes to hit him in the back with it. And it does nothing. It does nothing. <laughs> and he like, turns oh, around. Why? Why? Yeah, the whole why? she grabs it, I was like, why are you even risking it? You're pregnant. Yeah. Why are you even risking so it? So he turns around and grabs her and throws her on the ground. And this one, I'm like, oh, no. But then Mateo starts like yelling at him. And he's like, you want more information? He's like, go fuck yourself and blah, blah, blah. Yeah, and so then he turns on bird. and starts, yeah, puts some bird and starts beating the shit out of Mateo. And then it cuts away from this. And then Frank and Paul. Well, that's no. It tells him he's like, if you're gonna shoot somebody, shoot somebody. I don't remember the line he said. That's right. But he then you, hear, then like you see him walk up mm-hmm. and point the gun at him. And then there's a gunshot and it goes away. Yep. And then he cuts the bike. And then a couple scenes after this, I don't remember the exact moment, but Paul and Abe oh, go that's back. That's their plan. Yeah. No, that's their plan. That's later. That's uh, after the uh, plan. I'm pretty sure. No, I think this is what leads them to go to the plan because now they want to kill everybody. Uh, they go back to the warehouse mm-hmm. looking for them. And they like no one is there, but in the bed where they like the mattress there where they sleep. No, see that's like the end. That's towards the end because then they have no because they no, don't. No, no, no. Because no, then they go not. to the cop thing. Yep, yeah, the right. cop thing's the end. Yeah. So they go there and there's like the blanket is like made on the bed and like the fuck and it's kind of like shaking. And they go over there and move the blanket and it's fucking Mateo and like he's clearly fucking dying. Yeah. Dude. And him and Abe have like a really emotional like moment together and Abe's like you need to fucking save him, do something, fucking save him. And he's like I I can like ease his pain, but he's bleeding too much. Like there's. I, I can't do anything. Like I, mm-hmm. number one, like we're not in a hospital. Yeah. Like there's nothing I can do here. Like, I could ease his pain. And he's like, do it, fucking do it. And he's like, I'm not gonna have a shot for you later. And he's like, just do it anyway. So he gives him the shot or whatever, and then he like holds Mateo and he's like telling him this thing that he used to tell him when they were kids. And he's like, like close your eyes. He's like, Yeah, close your dark. eyes, it'll be okay. He's like, You're gonna live, you're gonna be okay, you're gonna fucking make it. I'm gonna keep you here. I'm gonna keep you here. And he's like, Just close your eyes, close your eyes. And he just keeps repeating this to him and then Mateo dies. And before Mateo dies, though, when they first show up, he looks over and he's like, they took your wife. And that's how they know, like, oh, fuck. So, and then, like, Mateo dies, and Paul's like, why the fuck did you do that? And he was like, what? And he's like, you fucking lied to him. He's like, why, why'd win. you do that? Yeah. And he's like, I gave him what everybody needs. I give him hope. And, like, when he said that, I was like, oh, he loves his brother. <laughs> he could have done a better cry, in my opinion. Yeah, but he's supposed to be, like, this tough, hard know, guy. So I, th- I thought it worked well. But, yeah. yeah, after this moment now, Abe is like, fuck everyone. I'm yeah. ready to kill all these people. Mm-hmm. And... Paul's in because they got his wife. Yep, and that's where they... Uh, and that's then they get a Big D. Yep, that's when they get contacted. Yep. Uh, I forgot Big D did happen after the death. Mm-hmm. 
Uh, and then they get contacted after all this stuff, the ENT and oh, stuff yeah, like that. by Lewis. By Lewis. Mm-hmm. And that's what led him to Big D was because he's like, hey, you want your wife? Like, they have this deep conversation. Like, I'll fucking kill her and shit like that. Like, oh, my God, dude. Lewis, yeah. Lewis gangster. Lewis gangster. She don't fuck. give a fuck, dude. <laughs> he's a dirty cop. Yeah. He's like, oh, they want me to do. And, like, she's loading the gun on the phone. Like, you can yeah, all this dude. stuff happening mm-hmm. and stuff like that. He's like, they want he's me like, to do to her. here at, uh, I don't remember the time. Like, just sometime. Sometime. Yeah. Well, of course, they start doing that. And they're like, all right, th- two minutes out. Well, Big D's plan is to, which is an awesome little scene of him. Yeah. They're getting in the car, so there are a bunch of people pushing this car. You're like, what the fuck's happening? Uh, like four or five of them behind, one of them in the car hanging out. Yeah, like steering, steering it. Yep. Uh, and then they go that, and then it turns the corner, and they all stop except for the guy steering. And they're going down the hill, and they drive by a uh, drive by Big black D. escalator navigator. Yeah, the Big D uh, escalator. Uh, and he hands him a Molotov. And you're like, okay, <laughs> shit. Well, they set the car on fire. He's driving down the hill, boom, boom, boom. And then the dude jumps out, and the car perfectly hits a cop car. Yep. And then. Like and then blows, blows up a little, up a little bit. bit more, yeah. and of course, a bunch of people get there because uh, his thing is EMT usually shows up first. Yep. So that's why it works out. Like the, so then he's, he's in that outfit. Guy. Paul's so he's like, EMT. Hey, yeah, and Paul's like, I'm calling the cop. Uh, he's calling him. Like, we need help. Number one, come to this, this, mm-hmm. this. Oh, uh, well, they go up there, and then you hear Lewis get a call on her on walkie. her scanner. Yeah. yeah. She's mm-hmm. like, what the fuck's happening? And then when she drive like uh, those like uh, an explosive right in front of the police station, mm-hmm. she's like, oh fuck. And when she starts to drive off, you can see in the distance over the buildings, not far from her, is like smoke billowing up in the air. It's like, oh shit. So she drives up there and she sees that this car is on fire. And I'm sure like one of her first thoughts is, this is these motherfuckers. Yeah. Because she drove, she didn't stop. She yeah. just kept going. She's like, fuck. Mm-hmm. So then she goes inside, to, uh, back in time after. to the. Where does she go after this? She, she goes in after. She goes into the police station afterwards because they go in. They start going in because they're trying to find. That's right. Yeah. So uh, when when it blows up, he's uh Paul. They show Paul and Abe, and Paul's like, "You ready?" And Abe's like, "Yep." So they get out, and Abe is dressed as a cop, and he acts hurt, mm-hmm. and he's got his arm around Paul, the EMT. Like, we need to get him in. We need to get him inside. Yeah. yeah. I'm a doctor. I need to get him in. Yeah. And they try to stop him. He says, "Sir, with all respect, I'm a doctor. We need to get him inside now. He is injured." Mm-hmm. So then they get inside the police station because they know that's where Karen is, or that's where Taryn is. Mm-hmm. They know. Karen. <laughs> Karen's hiding down there with his little He's like, I've been in my prison for so long. And that's where the movie gets crazy. Yeah, dude, John Jones came out of nowhere. <laughs> John Jones. Uh, but then followed, she obviously saw the smoke. She comes in, Lewis, mm-hmm. uh, and she starts walking in, doing her thing, and of course, another little like cliche moment. The, the two of them walk behind, and they're like, yeah, how's no. it going, officer? Put mm-hmm. the gun down, hands on the wall, blah, blah, blah. And of course, you hear a woman scream. And so then Paul runs when, off. That's when Paul runs in because she was being watched by the guy that uh, that killed Mateo. That killed Mateo, and he's obviously noticed the smoke. He knows a lot of sirens going on outside, and he's like turns around. Of course, another moment. And she's gone. She's gone. Of course, she is. Yeah, because you take your eyes off a person that you're watching like for one second. Yeah, yeah. for one second. And then she's down in like the evidence room. Yeah, which she never this moved huge that fast until room. entire movie. But yeah, it's no. whatever. <laughs> yeah, true. Uh, she's down there, and of course, you know, he finds her having a little fight going mm-hmm. on, too. So I'm like, man. This like, guy's brutal. This like, guy's a piece, piece of shit, shit yeah. man. Come on, dude. <laughs> Fucking pregnant woman here. And of course, scream happens, so Anthony Mackie's Paul runs away and is like, I got to go to her. And he's like, okay, I got this. Don't yeah. worry. I, I have this chick at gunpoint. She's not going anywhere. I'm not an idiot to leave my eyes off somebody that I want to kill. Yeah. <laughs> you know he's I mean? like, I'm a bit smarter That's than that. That's what I'm going to do. <laughs> So she, he of course goes to the warehouse and a nice little fight happens. Not there. the warehouse, the uh, uh, evidence locker. Yeah, yeah. Uh, goes down there and he's once again for a fourth time just getting beat up. <laughs> Paul, Paul is, is not, not a, a fighter. fighter. <laughs> he's a lover. He's not a fighter. He he's gets getting whipped. waxed up in here. Uh, he gets put in his place, and of course, uh, what sucks is when he walks up, dude. She, he's choking his wife. Yeah, he's choking. Like, straight her. up, just trying to kill her. Like, okay, mm-hmm. like just fucking choking her. I was like, dude, this is just. They have all these moments of getting super dark. Like it is about to be yes. like, whoa, dude, we're risks are really gonna do it. They're really gonna fucking do it. Then she, like I said, it was going real dark, and and Paul's getting his ass. Paul's whipped. <laughs> getting his ass whipped. Finally, comes in, tackles him. 
looks like he's about to die. He's not going to be. He can't do it. He can't outdo him. You know, yeah. this guy's a fighter. Paul's this not, guy's a fighter. not a fighter. Uh, but of course, has another little cheesy moment where he's crawling across the ground and the dude's not stopping him from trying to grab the needle that just happened to be falling. This out happens of the all container. the times in movies, and, and the it, only thing I can figure out is like the person that is on top just for some reason doesn't realize what they're doing. I love when movies show that they look up to see where they're going and they knock it away or they grab it first. Like, yeah. That's the smart thing. I think so. Yeah. How the fuck are you not paying attention? Like, where are they trying to go? Yeah, why are you trying to crawl away from me? I, you know, Oh, they're just trying to escape, and I'm just going to keep Like, the way it was done in this, like, the dude had his wasn't looking up. He was looking down at Paul's body, and he was just smashing him on mm-hmm. the back, like, to get him to stop moving. But still, I would have I would have looked up. Yeah. You know what I mean? He doesn't, so it makes it a little more believable, but it's still not believable, because and, who would not look up? Yeah, exactly. And Paul's crawling towards a fucking needle, mm-hmm. and it's obviously a needle of morphine. Mm-hmm. Morphine or some sort of... Yeah, morphine I mean, or Tormidol. I'm assuming it's morphine because he said too much puts you in a coma. Yeah. yeah. The other one fucking make you... But liver failure, yeah. Liver but, failure. So. But he grabs the needle and hits the guy with an injected to him. And the guy and just like Duh! passes out immediately. And just drops almost. down yeah. on the ground. He fucking comatoses that dude. And then he goes over to like see his wife and stuff. And she's like going into labor. And he's like, you gotta deliver the baby right here, right now. Mm-hmm. Then cut back to, uh, to Abe and, and Lewis. Lewis. And he's talking some mad shit to her. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Kicked, at, kicked her in the face. <laughs> yeah, Horrid, he did. Man. <laughs> Uh, telling her all the wrong she did, mm-hmm. all the stuff like you're going fucking down, blah blah blah. He's like, oh, we've already deleted everything. He's like, oh, is that so? And he walks over to the, the pinata there, yeah, uh, which is just a pot leaf. I don't know. If yeah, it's just like that. a pot leaf okay. pinata. Yeah, all yeah, was. Mr. Yeah. Cushy. Yeah, rips it open and pulls out a little nanny cam, mm-hmm. and she's like, fuck. <laughs> yep. And he's, he's like, like, it's all on here. He's like, you're don't fucked. have to worry. Yeah, you're fucked. And he's like, she does something like that's oh that's when he kicks. Yeah, the she shit does something. Kind of knocks her, knocks her out her a little bit, mm-hmm. and is like, shoot yourself. Yeah, and p- puts down puts a gun, gun and walks away. Mm-hmm. And then he um, not yet. It went back to no fuck. After that one goes to Paul. God damn it, there's something I'm gonna mention. I forgot what it was. Oh yeah, when they're at Big D's and Big D's like, let's have a meeting. Mm-hmm. Big D asks what really happened, and that's when we find out what was really going on. Oh yeah, I forgot the nice little flashback of Abe, why you were there. Abe's brother Mateo mm-hmm. got mm-hmm. busted for like uh something um. Looking at a 10-year stretch. Looking at a 10-year stretch for, um, no, it was manslaughter or, I think he says mandatory, and I think mandatory meant like, or not mandatory. I, I'm pretty sure he alluded to manslaughter, like Mateo killed somebody. Mm-hmm. And uh, we don't know if it was on purpose or an accident or what it was, but he's looking at a 10-year stretch. If it was 10 years, I thought it was first-degree murder. I'm pretty sure you get more than that for first-degree murder. So he's looking at a 10-year stretch, so like the, poli- the cops have him, and he... They, they rope him into doing this thing for them. He has to go to this DA and get this flash drive. But when he shows up, the DA is already dead, and he realizes, fuck, I'm being set up. Mm-hmm. So he takes the flash drive and jumps out the window and leaves. And that's what it was. And yeah. that's what and it the was. the person like, was watching the entire time. Was Lewis inside a van, and mm-hmm. she was watching the whole time. And so, oh, and that's when, uh, before Lewis shoots, shoots the older detective, Masterson, he, whenever... Um, Abe is like, you're going to frame this for homicide like you did the other one. Masterson looked at her. He's like, first on the scene, huh? First to arrive? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. He's like, he immediately puts it together. I loved that. And that scene, he immediately was like, you fuck did it. Oh, my God, you fucking asshole. You fucking made it. It wasn't like, like, it was a big reveal, but mm-hmm. it wasn't one of those things that like, took forever. Like, he instantly connected the dots like, this fucking bitch is dirty. Shit. I can't believe you. He's like, motherfucker, yeah. yep. And then she said that too, right before he kicked her in the face. She's like, "You don't know how high this goes. This isn't yep. gonna do anything." Yeah, and she you says, "Have fun having someone watch you all the time." And yeah, well, like, for the rest well, of your life, be, it won't be you. Yeah, yeah, that's right. She's like, "Have fun looking at the shoulder for the rest of your life." He's like, "It won't be you." Yeah. He fucking kicks her in the face and he puts her gun. He throws her gun down. And he was like, 
shoot yourself, and he fucking walks out. Mm. And then it cuts back to Paul yeah. and his wife, and he turns to deliver the baby, and these lights... He's like, we're going to do it. I don't want to. He's like, I don't want to either, but it's coming. <laughs> yeah, we got to go. And then these lights come up on behind him, and there's three cops, and they're like, sir, get up. Put your hands up. Show Put us your hands, your hands up. Show we us your hands. Fire. Yeah, or we will shoot you. And he's like, officers, like, I'm a doctor. This woman's in labor. They're like, show us your hands. I understand the situation yeah. that's happening, but I do not care. I am delivering this baby. <laughs> yep. And then we see one of them kind of walk around to his left and like peer over with a flashlight to see, okay, yeah, this dude's delivering a baby yep. right now. He's we're going to leave him be. He's, He's like, like, yeah, like, yeah, we're going to yeah, let him do it. Yeah. So and then, course, little cuts, baby boy. It, yeah, and he delivers the boy and it's a, uh, delivers the baby and it's a boy. So then it cuts from that to, um, to Abe walking outside and there was a news report that had happened earlier, like just reporting yeah, on the fire. Nice little thing yeah. and then it cuts. And they were wrapping. Oh, that's a good take. And yeah. And they're wrapping up now and he walked over to the van and like, the cameraman is in the van, like the door's like open a little bit, and he's like, hey, You want to win an Emmy? <laughs> kind of looks at him, he's like, Air this tonight. And he hands it to him, and he's like, I don't know. I don't think like, do. I don't have the USB for he's this. Like, I don't have the USB like for this, and he stares at him, he's like, I'll make it work. <laughs> and then, not even that long after, of no, course. And then Abe just walks off down the road, and then it fades out, and it says, like, One year later. Oh, no, no, no. What? You just skipped Oh, the no, you're reveal. right. You're right. Abe just walks away. <laughs> they got him, baby. And then it, it cuts back to fucking uh, TVs and stuff like that. Yep. And mm-hmm. I think it's still the say, the day of. Like, yeah, it's like right then. Yeah. 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 So then it's showing the security camera footage of Lieutenant Lewis Which killing Masterson. I don't think they would show on news. I don't know about. I don't know. I don't know if they would show that either, but still. It's, it's straight up murder. Yeah. Like, so they show her shooting him, and you can see her in the office, like in, in the police station, and she's watching it, seeing as it's happening. And she's like, fuck me. I'm assuming that guy, like, uploaded the USB and watched what it was in the and van. He's like, like, oh, my Whoa. God, public, we got to air this right now. Yeah. Like, it's fucking nuts. So then Lewis is seeing this happen, and she's got her gun, and she picks it up. And she, like, makes sure it's loaded and shit. And for a moment, I thought she was, like, just going to shoot out with the cops that came in there and, mm-hmm. like, go down, guns a-blazing. That's what I was thinking. And she's, like, holding the gun, and then the door busts open, and a couple cops rush in, like, put They're the fucking gun down, put the fucking her. gun yeah. down. And then she picks her hand up to put it up to her chin, and they fucking blast the shit out of her. Oh, it was within seconds. Before yeah, she can shoot herself, waited, they waited, blast her down. And as soon as that even got close to her chin, mm-hmm. they just started shooting her. Yep. And they shoot her and blast her down to the ground. And that's then when we that's that. Year. Then it fades away, and it's like one year later, and they're having a birthday party for their son, a one year birthday yeah, I'm party. I'm not going to lie. If it ended after one year later, that would have been a gangster ending. Like, or before the one year end. Like, oh, just like with her dying? Yeah, that would have been dope. Whoa. But then it's like the birthday party, and Anthony Mackie's character, Paul, is even like, oh, hey, a birthday that you're never going to remember. Playing video games. <laughs> yeah. And he's playing uh, yeah, he's playing video games with a kid, which was funny because they mentioned that like earlier in the movie. They mentioned video games. Yeah, being and stealthy like, like Metal Gear Solid. Do I solid. look like someone who plays fucking video games? <laughs> he's, he's like, maybe like, you should. It'd help with your aggression. What aggression? Or it's like, uh, fuck. He's like, I'll punch you in the face. He goes, yeah, that aggression. That's what I'm talking about. <laughs> it help with that. That's right before they go to the car wash. We didn't even mention Pops. Yeah, that's when they're in Pops' little thing, when they're getting chased by the police at one point. They the character you see for the first time, away. you only see him two times in this movie. Mm-hmm. Uh, first time would be when Anthony Mackie's first going to work and he brings him a coffee. Yep. Uh, you know, and I don't, I, I guess it's just the story they met because they actually, he did reveal why, how he met him. He was somebody, one of his patients and stuff like and that. He kept cutting himself kept, to go to the hospital yep, kept, to, get kept, help. to get help. Yep. And he was like, look, I'll make you a deal. I'll bring you coffee every single day if you stop fucking doing this yourself. So he's been, like, clean, not doing it for a while. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, they escape in one part the of the movie that way. The second time they used it to use his little cart that he was bragging to Anthony Mackey about. Like, mm-hmm. oh, man, it keeps the bugs away. It's nice, you know. If I'm not staying at the homeless shelter, I'm going to be sleeping in here. Yep, and it's like, it's like a right. little... Little mobile home for him. Yeah, you know, it's, it's like two carts put together to with, sit yeah, in it. Yeah, with big enough for two people to yeah. sit. Yeah. So Abe and uh, Paul get in there at one point to get away from the cops. Pretty nice moment. Yeah, that's pretty cool. So then yeah, it's one year later, and they're having a, a birthday party for their kid, and fucking he takes like a little video of it, and then 
he gets a text that said, "Wish says the kid from, happy uh, birthday." From unknown, it says, "Wish the kid happy birthday for me." And then he sends him a he picture sends of that, the cake, which we don't see until the, the picture. Yeah, and the cake says, "Happy birthday, Maddie." And you see, saw it coming from a mile yeah, away. So they named their son after Mateo. So then you see, fucking Abe is in a Range Rover and driving down the road, yep. and he's looking at his phone. And he gets the picture and he puts the way and he's just smiling. And then like the camera pans up as he's driving off and just cuts the cuts black. black. Man, so his name cool. is either Matthew or Mateo. Yeah. Same name. But they call him Maddie. Like, mm-hmm. it was definitely inspired by Mateo. Absolutely. Absolutely. It's like the wife and him kind of have, like, some sweet moments throughout mm-hmm. the movie. I mean, Mateo was so good. Anthony Mackie was really good, too. And so was Frank Grillo. Um, the woman who played Taryn, the wife, was really good. Marcy Gay Harden was good. Like, it was all around a great ensemble. Yeah, it was all around. Big D really was good. awesome in his little screen time. Dude. He was hilarious. If he had more, he'd have been phenomenal. Oh, dude, absolutely, dude. Absolutely. He'd been right up there with uh, Christian Cook if he had dude, more time. He was, he was real good. He was killing it. His mannerisms, everything. <laughs> that was great. I just loved that he was this super big-time, like, like gang- gangster it. guy that was, like, this big drug dealer, and he was, like, super into TMC and film and, like, old dude, cinema. Love that was cinema. hilarious, yeah. dude. <laughs> That was great. They were either watching All the Waterfront or maybe it might have been Bridge on the River Kauai. I can't remember what movie it was they were watching, but it was like a, a really like esteemed older film. Waiting for that bridge to fall. <laughs> Waiting for a bridge to collapse. He's like, that's how you do cinema! And the dude that's in the couch next to him like freaks out too. He's like, oh! <laughs> <laughs> Not yet. Not yet. <laughs> Damn! No, that was so funny. That but, dude was hilarious. Yeah, great great watch for sure. Especially, I mean, it's only an hour and 27 minutes. No, yeah, yeah. It's you well worth I mean? your time. On Netflix. Came out July 12th, I believe. Mm-hmm. So we're a little later than what we About a month ago. <laughs> yeah. It's been in my queue but for overall, like two I mean, weeks. I forgot about it. I mean, it. awesome movie. Awesome movie, seriously. Cinematography was quality stuff. Yeah, it was uh, good. It was good. Plot was fine. The plot was fine. It's just how they approach certain things, like I said. Yeah, some little, things could have been a little tighter. Yeah, could have been tighter. The pacing was very good. Performances pacing were very was, good. I think pacing was the best part. I loved the ending. Like, the whole climax was very good. I like mm-hmm. how that was done. Um, there were some really intelligent beats in it, like how Anthony Mackie broke him out. I thought was really smart. Yeah, that was cool. That was really cool. The way they escaped with Pops was cool, like to bring him back in, like, and that's the purpose of even seeing him the first time. I was like, oh, that's cool. Yep. I like that. And then there was something else I was thinking about too, and I can't remember what it was now. But yeah, I thought it was the uh, twist was nice. I actually didn't see that cool. coming. Yeah. Of her being a dirty cop. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I didn't either. That, that was, was nice. a really cool moment. Yeah. Yeah. Overall, I really, really enjoyed it. I'd probably give it like an eight five. I think that's probably I'd give it eight five out of ten. Great performances. Uh, some things could have been cleaned up, but honestly, like the movie was just so fun and so entertaining that like it made up for the stuff it was lacking. Yeah, absolutely. It was very good. I liked it. I agree. I definitely, I definitely recommend it. For sure. Especially mm-hmm. if you just like Anthony Mackie. Yeah, I mean, yeah if you need a reason to watch a movie. 90% of the reason I wanted to watch yeah. it. I was like, Anthony Mackie. I was like, oh yeah, Frank Riddle's in it. But Anthony Mackie, let's go. Yeah, Love 100%. Him. <laughs> we were just funny as we were debating between two movies. This movie with Anthony Mackie or a movie called The... Uh, Red Sea Resort or the Red Sea Diving Resort, which is a movie starring Chris Evans. Mm-hmm. So we're watching a movie with Captain America, no matter what. No matter <laughs> what, we're watching a movie with Captain America. <laughs> we might end up doing the Red Sea Diving Resort at some point. Depends if anything comes out next weekend or not. Yep. I, I want to see that movie mostly because of the cast, dude. It's Chris Evans and Michael Kenneth Williams. Like, sign me up. I'm already interested. Of course. They're fucking both amazing. Like, yeah. the trailer made it look, eh. Yeah, trailers. I'm just hoping the performances are awesome and it's, it's got great cinematography and good text and like and it at least keeps me invested. It's yeah. not even that long. Two hours and ten minutes. So with yeah, credits and all, like without yeah, credits. It's 30 minutes longer than the movie we just watched. Yeah. <laughs> without <laughs> credits, it's going to be barely over two hours. So it's like pretty standard length-ish. Like an hour and a half to two hours is pretty much standard. To see what we're getting to now. Yeah. So well, we might do that one on our next episode. Again, it depends if anything comes out next weekend that mm-hmm. we want to see. Uh, and there's a potential too if something comes out next weekend that's like amazing that you may be getting this episode a week later than I'm originally intending. <laughs> yeah. So you'll be might, hearing from us in two weeks. Yeah. <laughs> we, we might be watching the new movie and then I might release that episode the next day to cap on it having just come out. We'll okay. have to say. It depends what comes out. I don't know. 
I should probably have looked it up, but I'm fat and lazy and stupid. Yeah, we'll get there. Someone's gonna take over Steven's role being fat, lazy, and I dumb. mean, and I he guess kind of just—he does that anyways. Steven is inevitable. Even when he's not here, he's spiritually fat. He is inevitable. He is inevitable. He's our Thanos. Mm. Gone, reduced to atoms. <laughs> reduced to Stevens. Like the MCU, hopefully. God, fuck that. <laughs> <laughs> all right, welcome to Omega Level Podcast. Woo! Josh is off the show. Man Hunter. <laughs> DC, baby, you guys should have saw it coming. You had no idea. You should have seen it coming, baby. That's how Endgame should have ended. All of a sudden, just something appears behind him. Manhunter phases him from behind him, just takes the gauntlet out of his body. Just rips him back. He's like, you guys couldn't have done this sooner. (laughs) And just goes into the earth. All you needed was me. Like, who the fuck is that guy? (laughs) Snaps. Everyone's Martians. (laughs) Now I am not alone. Mars is reborn. It's like, oh, fuck, this was evil. (laughs) This is worse than ever. (laughs) But anyways, what were your overall thoughts on uh, Point Blank? Uh, Stupid. Shallow and pedantic. Yeah, <laughs> uh, <laughs> uh, typical Hollywood pandering bullshit. Uh, seriously, honestly. Well, first off, its it first problem it would, was it was made in 2019, so it was already terrible. Already terrible. It was it from 1940? Uh, dude, agree, 100, 100. I actually hope they. Uh, overall, I'd probably give it a 7.58 because I had some issues with the plot, it's but acting was really good. Uh, entertainment was through the charts for sure. Like, I'm I was, definitely I was more forgiving on ratings than you are. You what? I'm more forgiving with ratings than you are. I seem to be more forgiving so, with dude. most people. I don't know. You give this like a seven five eight, I give an eight five. I was playing a nine for this movie. I mean, I don't. know. Those are so I, entertained. It's just, it's some of them. I mean, I'm giving. I give other movies a lot more ratings. Like it's very rare recently I give anything even under a seven. Bro, you, know you I mean? gave Shazam, which was a fucking masterpiece. Okay. Like a four. Okay, <laughs> dude. Okay, I gave it a six. Actually. Is it really? Wow, mm-hmm. dad, dang. That's you speak about a movie like it's a two. That's what I'm talking about. See, I give it like a six. I'm generous. I enjoyed it. I'm generous. <laughs> I'm generous. <laughs> <laughs> I'm generous. Oh, man. I mean, it was nothing special, but it's worth the watch. Very sure. entertaining. Very and that's sure. how most of my viewings go. If, if it's at least, if it's entertaining, it will get a higher score. If it's not entertaining, but its texts are great, of course, they'll get a higher score. But like it was well entertainment made, but I for care. me is definitely a big factor. Yeah, well, for me too. That's like, why I, I give this like an 8.5. Well, it's so saying. entertaining. I can't, I can't just be enamored with a film that I'm bored as fuck with. Like, that doesn't make like, any sense to me. Like Just, Once Upon a Time? Yeah. Like, <laughs> I was enamored, and that's what's like, after thinking about it, after like uh, having a week now, after seeing it, I was like, man, I was just kind of caught up in it being a Tarantino movie, mm-hmm. and I was enamored with like the text of the movie, which were all fantastic, and the performances, and it's just... Dude, that's, those are thoughts that were going through my head when I'm watching. I'm like, See, for this me, is Tarantino, do I like this? I literally just sat there <laughs> smiling almost the whole time, like, no, Tarantino. <laughs> and then just every time that Sherman was on screen, I was just so happy and upbeat. I was literally in the theater, like, bobbing my head. Like, yeah. I was into it. But then it was just... So many stretches of like, what's next? Mm-hmm. Can we just move on now? I get it. He's a fucking actor. I got it. Okay, mm-hmm. he's got a dog. I get it. Let's go. <laughs> he's got a dog. Yeah, like, <laughs> I understand. That's what I'm saying. It's not, I don't know, just certain moments like that take me out of it. The only scene in that whole movie that was super long and slow that I didn't think, that I didn't didn't have those thoughts in was the man, was the, the Spawn Ranch scene. That oh, scene yeah. went for fucking ever, but it was so intense. Uh, I didn't feel slow, though. Well, it was a I mean, slower. It, a while, like, it was a slower scene. I'm, I guess not slow. It was like a l- long scene. You know? Yeah, bu- definitely yeah. building suspense. For yeah, sure. for sure. But anyways, overall, yeah, we both enjoyed Point Blank. If mm-hmm. you got Netflix, which like almost everybody does, at least has access to it, you should definitely check it out if you're fans of Frank Mackey or you just like really entertaining <laughs> action movies. Frank Mackey, wow! If you're yeah. fans of, of Anthony Grillo, <laughs> Anthony Grillo and Frank, Frank Mackey, Mackey, they're really good. <laughs> Fan, if you're a fan of Anthony Mackie, there you should go. definitely check this out. It's very, very good. Well, very, very entertaining. It's, it's worth your time. 100%. So, uh, yeah, we'll be back when we're back, uh, a.k.a. next week. So uh, Check us out on Comic Talk. Yeah. Don't, yeah. 
<laughs> yeah, okay. Yeah. Yes, don't. Yeah, don't. Yeah. Don't, yeah. <laughs> don't, don't. Yeah. Hello. Yeah. Hello. Yeah. Definitely check out our comic book episode. Make sure you follow us on all of our social medias that were listed in the beginning of this episode. Mm. Mm. Let you know about that. Wow, that's good. That's an extended Tarantino episode. That's sick. <laughs> sick. Four hours. Yeah. <laughs> Director's commentary. That's how we do. And it's a lot of it's a lot of long takes, and then. And a podcast that's just silence for 10 man, minutes. Man, you more cut up than a Julian <laughs> Sal, man. You more cut up than a Julian Sal, man. I'm trying to get like you. Yeah, he don't break character until he direct a commentary. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, so uh, appreciate you. Thanks for listening. Tell your friends about us. We're the best podcast on the planet. Everybody knows it. We are yeah, inevitable. 100%.